Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How about we get uh, the GM's thoughts Let's on that? Let's do that, that <laughs> Mike Elias, Orioles GM, Mike Elias joining us now. And, Mike, we were just talking about two of your shrewd pickups within the past three, four, five, six months. Ryan O'Hearn, you acquired for cash considerations, and Aaron Hicks, you just acquired after the Yankees DFA'd him. I mean, what do you see in some of these guys? Where You think of Jorge Mateo. Do you have a specific trait you're looking for? I'm assuming both of those guys have exceeded expectations. Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, uh, really well-timed production um, for both of those guys right now. Well, we had some other uh, offensive contributors get hurt or, or go into slumps. Um, and then, obviously, you know, with, with uh, Cedric, going down a couple weeks ago um, with the groin and at a time when uh, Colton Kowser was also injured, um, you know, we were uh, lacking for left-handed hitting options in center field and um, Hicks was, uh, had just been made available, I think the day before. So I don't know if there's a specific trait. I just think we have a very good staff in the um, front office in the analytics department and in the pro scouting department. Um, and we combine a lot of, information to uh, get a sense of guys that we think have a good chance going forward and oftentimes it's different than sort of what their production has been in the real recent past and so I think uh, with in Aaron's case he's certainly uh, benefiting from a change of scenery I know he's having a great time and uh, seems like he's uh, been rejuvenated here and it's a really good time for us and um, he's been helping us win with Hicks Mike um this is a guy who had over 3,300 3, plate appearances when the Yankees let him go. 330 career on base percentage. We know he can play all three outfield positions. He's a switch hitter. I'm guessing other teams were involved. Was there, I guess, was, was there a recruitment element to this at all with him and his representatives? Because I, I got to think there were other teams who would look at Aaron Hicks and say there's ways he can make our ball club a little better. Yeah, I'm sure that there were. I don't I don't know uh, the extent of that or, or – um what those looked like. Uh, but, you know, oftentimes when somebody uh, gets relief off of a major league contract and, you know, they're down for a few days, they're not playing um, while they're designated for assignment. I think most opportunities that come along uh, tend to be minor league deals in some form or fashion. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of what happened with Gary Sanchez a couple of times. And you want to send them to AAA and sort of get them up and running and then um, either add them or don't. Um, and so when Cedric got, you know, we had had interest along those lines um, in Hicks before Cedric's injury just for depth, and we liked the talent and thought, you know, he was a bounce-back candidate. But when 
um, Cedric got hurt. It was an emergency that day. And um, I called his agent and said, hey, we'll put him right in the lineup if he wants to get on a plane. And to his yeah. credit, he jumped on a jumped on a red eye and was there the next day. So uh, just one of those crazy things that works out sometimes and why we're kind of working 24-7 in this business. Well, you mentioned Colton Kalzer, so let's go there because there's a palpable. We hear it on our text line. We or see it on our text line. We hear it from callers. Um, we 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 see it on Twitter. There's a real. The fan base is is energized for for Colton Kalzer, and everybody's noticing what he's done. And Nafuk, I know he didn't play the second game of the D, of the doubleheader the other night. wasn't in the lineup yesterday. Did did he reaggravate anything? And is there sort of any update as to when we might see him up here, Mike? No, he's healthy. He has not re-aggravated anything. That said, there's a, a comeback period from an injury like that. You know, we sent him to Florida. And so we're spacing out his play. So yesterday was a scheduled off day. You know, it's been seven innings and then a DH day. And then there's going to be some nine-inning games. So we're pretty careful with, with this stuff so as to avoid re-injury. And I would not say that he's sort of 100% of himself in terms of um, return to play and just kind of checking all the, the rehab medical boxes that we want. But it's um, it's going well, nothing to worry about there. And obviously he's had a great start to the season. So hopefully we can just um, get this in the rearview mirror and um, get him back to where he left off. And then, you know, we'll see where we're at. We're speaking to GM of the Orioles, Mike Elias. It's Inside Access broadcasting live from the Cross Street Market. Um, Mike, got to ask you an update on Cedric Mullins. He's supposed to begin baseball activities. You said that the injury could be classified as a grade two groin strain. Is there any update on him? Um, not really, other than uh, I like where it's at. I think that, um, you know, it's, it's at least in the realm of possibility that we're getting him back in this month. Um, that said, he hasn't started to do the real rigorous stuff yet and that can certainly alter timelines so i'm not wanting to um you know get too pinned down on that but it's it's uh so far moving along fingers crossed pretty quickly um which we hope to be the case when it happened i think he if he saw the play um he pulled up and he thought at the time that he kind of caught it before it was real real bad and uh it seems like that may be the case Mike, what have you thought? I know limited sample size, but how do things look analytically into the eye test with Anthony Santander uh, dabbling at first base? You know, he's been great. I, I think uh, we, we've liked uh, the action that, he, that he's had. Um, when you kind of see him over there, the way he moves around, mm-hmm. uh, he looks the part. He, he did it in the minors um, for a little while when he was in the Cleveland uh, system, so he's had some professional experience there. Um, our coaching staff uh, has been putting in a lot of work with him over there. Uh, Tony Mancelino, Jose Hernandez, Brandon Hyde. Um, we've been working on this um, going back in the last year. Did it a lot during spring training, although he was at the WBC. And he's been fine so far. So I think the only thing we haven't seen yet is, you know, somebody smash a ball at him at 111 yeah. miles an hour in a game. And, you know, uh, you know I'm sure – um, you know, that's not easy to do, even if you've been playing first base no. your whole life. So um, I'm sure we'll we'll have some blips here and there. But I think it's a great thing for for him, for his career, and also for his bit uh, on our on our roster too. You know, we got all these players that can play in two or three spots each, and it's really helped us kind of move move things around and navigate 
little injuries here and there. And, you know, with, with uh, Bounty being out the last couple of days, it's, um, it's been helpful there too. Mike Gunner Henderson, he hit a ball that may not have landed yesterday, 462 feet. He's been on an absolute tear from the plate. His ground ball rate is down this year. His launch angle is up. And also the analytics showing that he's been more free swinging, more selective free swinging. What have you seen from him in terms of his approach and his aggressiveness from the plate? Well, I, I think uh, the last few days when he's been on the terror, uh, you know, he has been very uh, choosy at the plate all season long um, and probably at times erring on the side of maybe passivity, um, which is fine. You know, we, we like guys uh, like him that can identify a ball and lay off of it and, um, you know, kind of wait for their pitch. Uh, but I think what we've seen differently from him as he's gotten on this hot streak is he is pouncing on pitches that he likes early in the count uh, a lot more than he did early in the season. I just think that's him starting to feel his oats uh, this season and, and uh, get his confidence uh, back to where it, it typically is after kind of getting off to a slow start. Really, in spring training, he, he was in a funk. So um, this is uh, certainly a welcome development at this point in the season um you know if, if he just takes off like this uh, it's going to do wonders for our team and and our offense um i can't say we're surprised by it and uh you know we were waiting for something like this so hopefully he can uh just stay stay somewhere around here because i think it just swings in a really good place mechanically right now which is why you're getting those balls in the air that you're you're citing Mike, it's it's been well documented the impact that Adley Rutschman has had on this franchise in every way, shape, or form since his arrival. But one thing we started talking about on the show a little bit last year, because frankly, I mean last week, because the numbers surprised me, like the the framing and the blocking and the throwing are a little down from last year. And like, yeah, I think he's down about a mile point two on his throws. The second base pop time is still obviously elite, but. Um, is some of that just wear and tear and grind and, and, you know, thankfully a day like yesterday where it's a blowout and he gets a full-blown day off? Is is that playing a, a role in, in some of those defensive metrics, you think? I think it, uh, most of it is, or if not all of it, is just kind of random ebbs and flows that happen to ballplayers that are human beings, you know, throughout various seasons. And this is somebody's second season in the major leagues and, you know, you adjust and, and, and tinker. And, uh, you know, I, I think that he's exactly uh, the defender that he's always been. Um, so uh, it's not something that's been a huge um, topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, we're also, um, we got the pitch clock. We've got the sure. pitch calm. There's stuff like that. And I know he and Tim Cousins are always working on things with um, set up and, um, handling different pitchers different ways. And so um, I thought he actually had one of his uh, best games in a while um, the other day, his, his most recent game, um, I guess it was on Saturday. So he's in a, he's in a great spot, and uh, he's been just unbelievable for our, our pitching staff, as everybody knows, as anyone who watches the game can see. So uh, nothing, uh, nothing to worry about there. We're speaking to GM of the Orioles, Mike Elias. It's inside access on the fan. Mike, we're a little more than a month and a half away from the trade deadline, third best record in baseball, and you have spoken the past of your intentions of buying. So kind of twofold here. 
in that type of scenario, are you look prioritizing trade pieces that have club control as opposed to a rental, maybe even a unicorn type of player? Hmm. And also, would you want to be aggressive in trying to execute a trade prior to the deadline? Well, to your first question, I, I don't I don't know that there's an answer to that. I think we'll just kind of look at what's out there and uh, pick and choose what we want to get involved in. Um, look, I mean, I expect our team not only to be good for the next several years, but possibly to be increasingly good over the next couple of years. So, you know, if there are players – that um, are under control for a, a few years, uh, we'd be more than happy to consider that uh, because uh, we're kind of in that, that mode with that window. But it may end up being that uh, whatever the rentals are uh, out there are the, the better fits or maybe the better uh, price points. I just don't know yet. And, yeah. you know, while, while we're sitting here um, with our pro scouting staff making preparations to uh, look at the the buyer's market, um, it is very unclear to me what this market's going to look like exactly. And I'm starting to read articles saying the same things. Like, it's yes. really hard to identify clear sellers. Yeah. And then even the ones that are clear sellers right now, they've kind of already gotten rid of a lot of their older talent. Um, so it's possible that there's just not much of a market this year. And part of that is the new um, expanded playoff spots. And then the, the balance schedule's kind of done some weird things where these divisions are all clumped yeah. up and uneven. And so I just don't know what the seller side's going to look like. And um, I definitely think it might make it tricky for there to be a lot of trade activity, whether us or other teams, um, earlier than, than late July. Mike, before we let you go, one last thing, and thank you as always for your time. Uh, Cole Irvin, I'm, I'm guessing you guys really liked what you saw there in terms of um, the strike numbers being up and keeping the ball down in the zone. Do we expect to kind of see him around here for a little while longer? Yeah, we hope uh, we hope he's uh, kind of back to himself and um, you know he pitched pretty well in, in AAA while he was down there. I think the main takeaway um, from the game. Um, yesterday was what, what he said, the lack of walks, because that, that's really, you know, he's a guy that uh, pitches the contact, you know, uses his defense, and um, that that can work if you're not putting free base runners on there. But for whatever reason, um, his first few starts early in the season up here, um, there were just a lot of really uncharacteristic bases on balls, and it was killing him. So I think if he can uh, keep that up, and that's who he's always been, um, you know, we'll 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 get a a, a lefty that, that can help stabilize the back end of a rotation like that, and um, somebody that we can uh, deploy against left-handed heavy lineups from time to time, and um, you know, just help us out. So um, I hope we get uh, continued good success from him, and um, you know, I, I think he probably lines up to pitch against the Cubs. He's GM of the Orioles, Mike Elias. Mike, we always appreciate it when you take uh, for giving us the time. Yeah, thanks, guys. Hey, thank you, you for building it. this monster, man. All all the way down to low A. It's been it's been awesome. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.